Welcome to Throb, the reality of business podcast. Real business chat from real people without the shiny veneer of gurus anywhere near it. Uh, with your hosts, Bertie Cordingly and Paul Chapman, and maybe some guests along the route, we'll talk about our experiences of running business, helping others run a business, and sharing real stories based on real experience. Hello. Hello, Paul Chapman. Hello. Hi, mate. How are you? I'm all right. I'm very well. Yeah. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Well, it's December. It is early, early December, but it's still it's yeah. Christmas, Christmas is coming. The Christmas is indeed coming. It is indeed. How are you, mate? I'm very well. I am very well. Already had my first Christmas party. Excellent. Uh, a couple of days ago, so I was a little bit worse for wear yesterday. Surely but, not. But today I'm fully rested. So, <laughs> so tremendous. All yeah, all good. Wide awake. You know, unlike one of the other podcasts that we recorded. <laughs> Pish bash. Yeah. Think nothing of it. But yes, uh, here. So nice. Uh, I was thinking on the way over, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. you, you are. Do you know what? You are my fourth favourite Bertie. That's uh, <sighs> four. Okay. So <laughs> that's a good thing, isn't it? Mm, I, I suppose. That, well, that means there's three other bit. What other Berties do you know? Well, <laughs> Bertie Bassett, obviously. Uh, right. King of. Um, well, king of all uh, licorice all sorts. Okay. Uh, all just licorice or do you... I think he's just a licorice all sorts thing, I think, isn't well, he? Yeah, no, but like, would you would you eat a licorice all sorts? As in, do you enjoy them? Yeah, I love a licorice all sorts. I don't like the, the, the round coconut ones. I just That just annoys me. That just, not. It like makes me cross. It's like trying to kind of squeeze a know, cabbage leaf in there. I'm not a fan. I always used to get called Bert Bassett at school. Oh, Bert Bassett. Yeah, you don't really hear it anymore. No. It's like, I don't even, don't even fucking like licorice. Thing. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So, yeah, so Bertie Bassett, number one, obviously. Uh, right. Bertie Wooster, Jeeves and Wooster, uh, number two. Showing your age, but yeah, uh, Yeah, him. well, uh, I keep uh, number three clear in case I meet someone, and then you're in at four. You are such a dick. <laughs> just out of the medals, mate. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? This is why nobody Of all the Berties, you. This is why four's pretty you, good. Paul. Four's, I mean, it's important to leave that spare bit, because... Just, just in case yeah. you know, someone gets a dog called Bertie or something. Yeah. Or, I don't know, like someone writes Bertie on a piece of paper and it sticks to your shoe or something <laughs> like that. But Thanks. Is Good, this, anyway. Yeah. Is this how we're going to go? I don't feel like that useful today. Uh, no, let's not. What are we going to talk about, mate? Well, today, I think we should talk about, let's get seasonal. Yes. And, we'll, uh, and let's talk about Christmas. Stuff. In general, yeah. Well, not just oh, Christmas in no, general, we, no. We were talking adverts, weren't we? I think we were. Well, I think there's two things here. I mean, there are so many things that make me cross. I mean, we just don't... Is there? Yeah, and this will shock you've not, you. You've not mentioned it. No, I know. I'd like to keep it to myself. Okay, so does Christmas make you cross in general? Uh, not anymore. It used to. Right. Uh, yeah, what I mean, is it? Just I, people being happy, smiling, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff, all, that, Jeff. all that joy. For <laughs> fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. Uh, no, well, it's kind of wrapped up in a big... You and I were talking the other day about uh, like bad marketing. I just Yeah. And, and it's... It's not bad. It's lazy. It's pointless. And again, it's back to the thing that makes most of all cross, cross most of all, people don't think about it. Yeah. yeah. Like really, like we talked about someone doing a 5% discount. Mm-hmm. There's just no point. Yeah. And actually, what I, one of the things I look for is that, that there's just so many, so much bad marketing, bad advertising, just, and it can only happen if people aren't thinking about stuff yeah you know and it is it's just you just see this rubbish and i think kind of particularly so i kind of at this time of year i don't look there's so much average marketing in general but at christmas you see just loads and loads and loads of rubbish stuff but and this is where i kind of get myself wrapped up in nets here because normally you think the people that are spending the big bucks on marketing are only doing it because it works 
but I don't understand Christmas adverts because there's two right. types of Christmas adverts, right? You have got like the good stuff. You think about like the John Lewis ads, and is it Aldi with Kevin the Car- Kevin the Carrot? And like there is this whole kind of genre that came out. Not a banana. That- Ebenana? Ebena- it's like Ebenezer Ebenana. But wasn't there a Kevin the Carrot? Yeah, he was like he was the he was the ghost. But Eb- okay. I, I, I liked Ebenana. I, Ebenana. Like, I, I liked that. I, I almost got a tear in my eye. Almost. One. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Probably something. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got and these are adverts that are so good, and they're so good that they have made people wait for them yeah you know there is a launch people are talking about it and you know imagine if your brand dear listener imagine if someone was literally waiting credit card in hand on tenterhooks for you to put out the next bit of marketing mm-hmm. so this this is brilliant stuff out there and you know the john lewis ads i can't say it revolutionized it because you can think back to you know there are loads of good ads and we should talk about kind of the ads that we remember and, and kind of why they're kind of good and I, you know, I, I do wonder if people do that but things like the other side of that is things like perfume adverts. Now, right. I, I, I get I'm not the target market, or maybe I am, I don't know. You know I, I do buy any perfume. Well, you are really this time of year. Like, yeah, yeah, I suppose. But the adverts are A, really bad, and B, they're all identical. And I don't, this is something I just don't understand because obviously I know marketing inside and out. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to use the word genius. Someone said it to me, I shrugged it off. But. <laughs> <laughs> Who said it to you, Paul? <laughs> Uh, Mum still counts. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, she was talking about my other brother, but it doesn't matter. Like, the, the genre of Chapman and Genius had come up. Anyway. Right. But what am I missing here, mate? Because you've got all these adverts, all these companies spending probably millions on these kind of ads. Now, everything I know about marketing doesn't add up here because entirely forgettable, totally the same, kind of boring, dull, don't really say anything... I don't get it. And again, it's just, what is it that I'm missing? It's like car ads. Mm. Car ads are exactly all the same. I don't understand it. And you know, there is enough proof in this that doing it differently will work. John Lewis did it differently. People are waiting for their advert. It's that. So, I mean, rant over for a little bit. What am I missing here? Are you asking me? You're the marketing expert. I'm not the marketing expert. What are you asking me for? The word for? you're looking for is genius. genius. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever used that word with you yeah. at all. Maybe I misheard it, but maybe go with a P. Yeah. <laughs> that's much more like that penis. That sounds more like genius, penis. that's me. <laughs> Definitely didn't say penis. I don't know if it's lazy as such, in that, so I'm not, I'm not giving people excuses, but I completely agree. I think you know, advertising is boring. I remember a couple of years ago, you showed me a video and maybe you should find the are we, link. Are we talking about this? Yeah, not that video. <sighs> not that video. <laughs> I was young and I needed the money. <laughs> maybe we should find the link to this. No, 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 no. <laughs> not that one. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll yeah. see you in January. <laughs> the video was, and it was, um, it was like a compilation of adverts and they basically, like, you put them all together and it all had the same... This was... This was at the start of COVID. Yes. And actually, there, there was, let's say, 20 big of the biggest brands in the world. Brands that we won't say because that's not fair, but everybody will know. Well, you can find them because we're going to put the link to yeah, the we'll, video. we'll put the link in, in the show notes. And, it, and they had their COVID advert and it was exactly the same. The words were exactly the same. Yeah. You know, the tinkly-tonkly music was exactly the same. The imagery. Yeah, I remember. But I think it's, it's like... 
I think it's the same thing with Christmas adverts, isn't it? I think they try and I think there's a theme. I think you know John. I mean, I remember like the Bear and the Hare. That was like 2013. You know, you yeah. still remember like that ad. And I suppose at the time my kids were younger and they really liked it. And I remember like you know going around John Lewis, like you know they had like big Bear and Hare displays and things like that. So I don't know. Maybe now that my kids are older, I'm less exposed to that sort of thing. Like if I said to them now, let's go and watch the Christmas advert, they'd just look at me yeah. like. You're like, yeah, well, you know, that's like the comments teenagers, right? Well, one is a teenager. So I think it's it's a little bit different for me. Like, I would not have seen those Christmas ads unless I'd have just forced myself to watch them just before yeah. recording this. And, you know, watching the Aldi one, like, yeah, it gave, gave me a little like, tingle, not, not in a sexual way, you know, like I had that little Christmas... Christmas. I don't know if that needed saying. <laughs> well, we'll it's it a out. supermarket <laughs> advert, mate. I mean, I know you're. I know, but there was a banana in there. Like, you know, like, Have you ever got wrong. sexual with a banana? Uh, no, for the purpose of the tape. <laughs> That's a no. Well, anyway, I'm just saying, well, you get different sorts of tingles, don't you? But yeah, some adverts, some, you know, those videos that you referred to. You from can years actually ago. hear people turning off, can't you? <laughs> Although we're in 14 countries now. Uh, 14? Well, that's, yeah, that's very, that's that's very impressive. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's like certain things do give me that. It's like, it does make me feel a little bit emotional. I could feel a little bit of emotion when watching the uh, the Aldi Christmas ad. Felt nothing watching John Lewis's, yeah. you know, with the alien stuff coming down. Like, yeah. I get it, but it's it's the same. It's basically E.T., right? You know, we, we, yeah. yeah, it was it's literally. <laughs> that's what they said in the design meeting. Well, ET, just, yeah, let's just let's just literally do ET with an alien, and you know, even like lighting up, and it's it's ET. It's basically just like they've just ripped off ET. Uh, you know, I mean, if you've got to at least make some effort to change it, you know, alien. Come, I mean, if you've not seen the, I don't want to spoil it for you, but you know, alien comes down, boy goes to see alien, it's a boy, then the, the alien's a girl, possibly I don't know. And they exchange mince pies and stuff, and have a little kiss at the end, and she fucks off. You know, it's, ba- it's basically you could have saved a few quid, couldn't you? Yeah, there you go. Like. <laughs> But like the thing I don't get right is that I mean let's kind of break down an advert here. Like first and foremost, it's got to get seen. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be. Um, it's got to keep keep your attention. Yeah. It needs to kind of give a clear point of something like you know this is what it is. This is got to buy. This is different. This is how it's different from everything else. And. Like the John Lewis stuff, it does do that. Albeit, I guess even with what they've done, it kind of it goes in a vein now, doesn't it? So you know, a lot of their ads are are very different, but in a in a kind of in a genre. And mm. I think this is one of the problems when you come up with like new marketing that actually it has to keep changing to kind of get it. But they've got to a point where people are so bought in that they want to know it, they want to see it, they want to see the next one. And I look at like let's just take the perfume adverts. None of that's there. There, you know that you. There are, I don't know, if you watch telly, I bet there's 20 different adverts on. And I bet no one can differentiate between any of them. Oh, yeah, I've got no idea. Like, And I don't understand it because there must... It feels like they're either too scared to make a change because none of the other big brands are making a change, none of the other kind of perfume brands, or that it is just lazy, they just go, oh, just do the same thing. Or, you know, I don't... I kind of blame the the agencies more than the um, the companies because it's just the same old shit year in year out and I don't and I mean maybe we should just you know like you know from working in big companies because you know maybe we should just explain well how does it work with an agency like I've got a good idea basically a big company will bring in agencies right to help them with their advertising so that's what you say it's not necessarily the companies themselves 
It's like they're selling yeah. the concepts and designing well, it. Well, there's still a marketing manager that's signing off on that. Basically, just... I mean, well, maybe they're not signing. Maybe it is... Well, just do the same as last year. You yeah. Know, create... Because the ads... You know, the ads are just... They must be smarter than me. I mean, they have to be smarter than no, me. No, I, I, I don't think... I don't, like... This, this is the thing. Like, I've worked with a lot of big companies and there are some absolute tools in positions that they really shouldn't be in. <laughs> you know, like... The, like and you know it's sometimes it's to be face fits it's who you know and sometimes it's you know we've said this before like in a, in a very old episode about hiring right when salespeople like start to become uh sales managers yeah and then they're not necessarily a good sales manager as companies grow people can end up you know you, get, you can get a lot of middle management and stuff and yeah some <laughs> It's not necessarily that those people are smart. They've just been in the right place at the right time. I'm not saying that that's yeah. everybody, but what we can't say is just because somebody works for a big company and at a senior level that they're smart or they're smart or better than you or I, because that is not the case. But it, it's what I guess it comes back to like, what am I missing? Because, you know, you've got two adverts on TV, one is so good, people are waiting a year to see it, and it starts to make headlines. In November, mm-hmm. and it's I'm, I'm sure that's seeded by the business themselves, and then you've got the other side of it, which is so entirely unmemorable that it can't. Well, in my head, it tells me it can't boost any sales. You think, well, as soon as one person does a John Lewis style ad, surely the rest of the world then have to look at theirs and think, well, okay, how do we do a thing that creates something that people are waiting to see? I don't know, and again, and this is kind of my point because I I spend a lot of time. I like looking at the big di- big dogs, mm-hmm. big dogs. Yeah, I like to look at what the big guys are doing because I know they're doing it well. So we were chatting. So I do um, a round table called War Cabinet, you know, and we were talking to someone yesterday, and we created someone their own version of Amazon Prime. Obviously, it's not, but that version of you know, give them a re- you know, get them to give you some more money, then that in turn will mean they'll push more work your way. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, you know, so this is kind of, you know, kind of a copywriter and we've, we, we, we may or may not have worked out a way for actually, she'll get a lot more work and people will be already paying for it. It reminds me, there's a guy, I've forgotten his name now, doesn't matter, print company down in, um, down on the South Coast and he had a bat phone and only 10 of his clients could have this bat phone and you paid, I'll make up the numbers, 100 quid a month to have that phone number. And actually you could ring that number and regardless of what's going on, he would turn your job round in 24 hours. So people were paying a massive premium to have that number. Yeah. And because they knew they'd get their stuff quicker, they'd use them a load more. Yeah. And they were, you know, these are best. It's, it's same what we kind of kind of created yesterday. So I like to look at like the big guys think, well, okay, if Amazon are doing it, they're doing it for a reason. What's my version of that? No, I'm not the same business. And I know people love to get cross. Oh, I'm not Amazon. Oh, yeah, fuck off. But if they're doing it, I want to do it. But then I come up against some of these adverts and think, well, look, again, what am I missing? It's mm. just, it's just, yeah, lazy. Well, Is yeah, it? I don't know. There's, there's, there's a few things I think, you know, that this can come down to. I think once, you know, sometimes it is just, there's just a lack of ideas out there. I think two, the reasons that we said, you know, probably the wrong people in, 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 in those positions. But three, I think sometimes there can be a culture, um, problem within a business that isn't really instantly recognisable and what can happen is that people don't feel safe to 
challenge ideas. So you can get lots of people in a room and someone will you know, say something and it's like, it's like, it just becomes like, oh yeah, that's great, that's great. And someone's really thinking, oh, maybe it's not, maybe this. And they don't feel safe enough to be able to challenge that. And that's when mediocrity just yep. creeps in, yeah. just becomes normal. Now, let's just face it, you know, like, you know, John Lewis, you know, that, that, that is, it is ET, right? You know, no one's actually, th- someone might have been sat in that meeting thinking, I've got an idea, let's kill the fucking alien at the end, you know, and really get people, cr- or maybe we'll serve oh, 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 the alien up as Christmas <laughs> dinner and, you know, like, <laughs> we'll, we'll twist it round a little bit. You know, that, would that be a bear ad? Probably not. But anyway, but if, and I'm not saying there's a bad culture in John Lewis, but the, I've seen this before where people don't feel safe mm. to challenge things. Yeah. But a, a good example, and like true story as well. Um, I was once in a meeting and uh, it was with agencies. And there were some concept designs for some stickers that were going to be plastered everywhere for a company. And the first thing that I did when I got mine and was reviewing it and everyone was looking, uh, and it was, a, it was a hand, it was a hand. And the first thing I did with my pen was draw a cock in it. Literally draw- <laughs> Obviously, obviously, yeah. <laughs> because it was crying, it was crying out to um, to have a cock drawn it, and they did actually change it because it was it's one of those things that, <laughs> that I obviously felt safe enough to be able to do that within that meeting. But it's like if I've thought about it, like. And if I'd not drawn that cock, I could guarantee you there would be cocks up and down the country, like drawn on these <laughs> on this advertising campaign. It was cr- honestly, but you could not have. I mean, everyone must have thought it. Nobody dared draw the cock. But I think these are the things that like, you have to have in in those meetings. You've you've really got to be able to have that culture that you can challenge these things, and you can. Someone can actually say, you know, stand up and say, "Look, I'm not saying your shit, Paul." But that I, obviously, genius, genius. (coughs) penis. Um, I'm not saying that you're shit. However, I think we could do your idea a little bit differently. Have you tried this or can we look at that? Or to actually say, sorry, Paul, that idea is a massive pile of wank. But it's not not personal, isn't it? It's not a personal thing. And a lot of businesses, I would say, do not have that culture. And I think this is where... What's the word? Mediocrity. Is that the word? Mediocrity, yeah. Me- me- yeah, that. I think that's where it creeps in. I think that's where it, it creeps in. And it's interesting because maybe, maybe, I am just missing it here, maybe somebody somewhere can show me the piece of paper that shows me the sales ads that actually when you use this advert, it you know, this advert works better than another one. Yeah. But with all with all my marketing knowledge, it just doesn't make sense. You know, loads, a few years ago, I get it. But actually, now there's so much evidence of what really does cut through, what works, what gets people there, mm. and there's not. And it is. I, th- I do. I do wonder if that actually it's just. Maybe maybe, maybe we're yeah. being a little bit too judgmental. <laughs> not like us. It doesn't sound like <laughs> us at all. But you know, like I suppose you know from from the other side of it, you know, people buy all the time. You know, email template. Like I'm talking, yeah. you know, small, you know, email templates that convert. This that converts. Maybe agencies going in and saying, look, you know. I know it's dull, I know it's whatever, but this, let's, it's ET. Everyone loves ET. Let's mm. let's just run it. You know, yeah. it, you know, it could be something yeah. like, it could be getting the results. Yeah. Maybe, you know, we don't know, we don't have ears in those yeah. inner workings of said meetings. Yeah, and it's important to point out, there is no originality. There simply, there is no idea mm-hmm. for which a version thereof hasn't been done. Yeah. You know, and it's the same with, you know, I haven't, you know, I haven't seen ET for a shop before. 
you know so i think there is there is there is a newness to that concept people aren't expect, you know no one would have written down oh this is what they're definitely going to do whereas if you look at the perfume ads you can write down there'll be perfume ads this year that will involve i don't know lady on a motorbike um you know jumping out of a window kind of you know man left looking longingly you know or people jumping around in flowers or you know it, it you can you can spot them in advance. You mm. know exactly what it's going to do because it's never changed. Whereas you know you look at um, the John Lewis and yeah, the concept is ET, but they did do it, didn't they? Someone did, and it's just they actually did like an ET recently. Who did? So, uh, uh, I think maybe it was a broadband company. I can't remember. I don't know. But they actually made like it, and it was the same. Like it was it was like almost like ET two, but an advert. Like they oh, had okay. Elliot. Oh, I didn't know. Well, yeah, and that's it. I think th- there isn't any originality. And again, this is kind of the, the, the stuff that I love our money listeners now. Yeah. Many multinational listeners. Uh, ciao. <laughs> if you're, uh, Can we smile when If you you're watching that? this in Berlin. Uh, <laughs> just because you've got to think a bit more. You've got to look around you. You've got to kind of think, look, what, what is going to get this scene? And I just. It, it doesn't have to be kind of wacky, crazy different, but like the only point of advertising in any way, shape or form is to garner the attention mm-hmm. and get into the consciousness of a, of, a, of a consumer that has a million other messages a day. And there are people that you can see kind of categorically are doing this. Yeah, the John Lewis and you know, and there's loads. You know, think about um, you know, Dollar Shave Club when that first came out. Yeah, uh, do you remember Poopery? I do yeah, Poopery again, like massively different. Uh, you know, I'm not saying you have to go through toilet humour. It always works, kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying you have to do that, but it's this, and it comes down to everything. You know, you look at the you know, we get one of these local magazines through the door. Um, Razzle. <laughs> oh, I could have done there. He just pretend I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> For the purposes of the tape as well, what was funny is, is Paul was actually illustrated with his hands, yeah, like a magazine, like just, magazine, just in with case hands. I not, didn't not, know, not Razzle. and not that you can see. Um, but you, and then you look at these ads, and again, it's the same, and no one's thought about it. You know, you're in a magazine. Why is no one thinking? Right, I'm in a magazine here that people are going to flick through, and you know, I'm on. A, you know, I've got a quarter page, so there's four other adverts. The eye has got so much to see. Why isn't there something? You know, something that, you know, I don't know, the best we did, and I forget what it was for now, but we did two ads. What did we do three ads? Something like, I don't know, quarter page one basically said, um, all it said was something like, go to page 22. And then the advert, before page ads on page 22. And then on the other one, after, I don't know, page 25 or something, there was something on there that basically said, you've missed it, skip back two pages. Right. And it worked brilliantly because... The I forget what it was. It was like I don't know. Let's just say it was it was bright red with white writing, whereas everything else was black and white. So it stood out. Yeah. And no one's seen it before, and it's just that, and it doesn't work for everyone, you know. But this is like you know, this is the difference between like if I if I wanted to pedal junk mail, which I do. Yeah. If I was going to pedal junk mail, I would put it in an envelope, because when junk mail lands through my letterbox, without see reading it without reading it I know I don't want to see it yeah if that makes sense whereas if I put it in an envelope I like envelopes you have to I have to engage with that envelope Mm -hmm. I have to open it I have to engage with material before I can get rid of it because I don't know what it is whereas the the shit that just comes to the door 
scoop up straight into the recycling. Yeah. And it's this, you know, it's when you see that male sort thing on it there, when you see that male sort, it's like yeah. straight in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just, it's but just. Anybody yeah. put it, I and mean, we get, I get so much rubbish through the door, and because it's how, because of how it's delivered, not even what it is, I don't engage with it because I know I don't want to before I see it because you can just kind of see this this just stuff. But it's when it's just it's just when it's just rammed through with the in the raw mail, isn't it? You yeah. get all the leaflets and stuff like yeah. that. You can opt out from that stuff, yeah. and it's just it's just the same stuff. Like if I that came in a really nice envelope. Yeah. I'd have to engage with if, it. If it. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just got to be different. Um, I may have spoke about it on one of these podcasts before, but it's a good story, so I'm going to say it again. So uh, I'm not apologising because it's cool. I had the privilege of being sat with one of like, one of the original like, 80s Mad Men, and he was like back in the 80s, like doing the um, uh, mailing campaigns. That was the thing. It was your only mm. way of doing it. And you know, his talk was uh, called Relative Disruption. Um, who and, was it mate uh, I can't remember his name <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> awkward I don't, yeah, I've, tried, I've tried to find it since but no really 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 interesting guy and um, basically it was saying you know at the time you've got 20 25 pieces of mail like coming through a door a day how do you stand out and be different and it's like you know you could literally print on the, and basically do what you've done uh, sorry uh, yeah I suppose yours is uh, falls under this category you know the thing of you know go to page 22 and then go back a little yeah. bit you know like what a lot of people do when you see this so much now is like clickbaity headlines and it's like you'll read a headline and then you'll go into it and it's got nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's the same sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So you, you could send an envelope, uh, you know, you could send out your letter in an envelope that had like tits written on it, for instance. And then, of course, you're going to open that. But then when you open it, if it's just like... You know, the An new, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll just let you know our new vets has opened up. It's like, it's not really, yeah. and you think, like, fucking hell, I've opened that. I thought there was going to be tits in it, and it's just about a vet. I haven't even got a pet. You know, like, you're pissed off, and it's like, it's, it's, that's, that's the wrong way of doing it. The, and the best example that he gave was, uh, he sent out one of their best performing campaigns. They sent out a letter in an open envelope. So then, in an open what? In an open envelope. So that's envelope. A, envelope. 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 What did I say? Envelope. 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 I let it go three times. I couldn't let it go again. <laughs> this is because this is because coming like my mum just says words wrong, and I thought <laughs> like like it. There's, there's so many words that I've just grown up thinking like what is chimney? 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 I thought it was a chimney. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> If anyone's yeah. still listening, I wouldn't have Chim- so. Chimley. Uh, Santa's coming down the chimney. Anyway. Um, is that metaphor? <laughs> anyway, this is a good story. So, it- sent it in an opened... What's the word? Envelope. Envelope. Yeah. An open letter. That's good, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, but, so this is this is the best bit. So, of course, what are you going to open first? If, like, it's come through, you yeah. open the open ones, you ignore the other ones, and there's a bit of emotion there, isn't it? And when you opened it, then the letter said, if you felt that strongly about um, somebody reading your mail, how would you feel about somebody burgling your house? Mm. Burger alarms. Relative disruption. So, you know, it's that, you know, straight away, it's like it's, 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 all, it's all relative. So, you know, that was a highly successful yeah. campaign for them. It is, you, think, you know, the only thing you have to... The only question you have to ask when you're doing any kind of marketing is what is the thing that I can do that is most likely to work? Yeah. And normally that work is get it seen. Mm-hmm. So, so you can't just scoop up from the, um, 
scoop it up from the letterbox and chuck it in the bin because that isn't seen. So what can I do? And it's the same with any bit of advocating. What is the thing that I can do that is most likely to work? Which is why, you know, I go on about kind of using the phone, not email, or using direct mail, not whatever it is. And, you know... It's only because you can't work a computer. Say again? It's only because you can't work a computer. Do you know what? I'm getting worse. <laughs> I, just, I was on uh, Zwift with some of the guys and I just couldn't make it work. I on what? Zwift, it's like a, um, it's a cycle app where you kind of... Oh. Make, my trainer links to that and you can... I mean, Zwift confuses me anyway. I find it's just there's just too much going on. But I, I was literally doing that old man thing, looking up to the screen and down, and I was like, "That's exactly how I am now." Yeah. Trying to order online at a bar, you know, you just like order oh, the table. Yeah. It's just suddenly I've just regressed to like bit like yeah, I just I just can't do it. It's just it frustrates me. People take the piss. We took uh, Jack out. You know, William was at a party. We took Jack out, and we went to Nando's. Uh, other places are available. Actually, let's pretend it wasn't Nando's. That's really unfair. It's not their fault. Anyway, so the guy came and said, you know, please, can you order via the app? And we're like, yeah. And, like, and Amy and I are getting cross. And Amy's pretty good at this. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I just want to do that. And we're trying to find a glass of wine. We couldn't do it. And eventually, I was like, mate, what's, you show me what I've got to do. But actually, it's probably easy if you order at the bar. I'm like, you fucking kidding me. Absolutely <laughs> kidding me. Anyway, so yeah, what is the thing that you can do that is most likely to, and then work out what you need first? Yeah. Is it... You need, a, you need someone to see it because they don't know you exist, right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Is it to read it? So, um, you know, because if they already know it, if they already know you, then they need to read what you're saying. You know, is it that they need to watch it? Is it that, you know, like the most important part of an email? The subject line. Yeah. Okay, so you know, what is the most, what is the thing that I could do that is most likely to, mm, and then you look around and you think about it. It's like, you know, great direct mail, like ADT, are they the alarm people? Mm-hmm. There was a campaign for ages where they got those um, boxes, like really big boxes that have got the elastic bands inside so you can push them flat. Right. They'd push them flat. They'd slide them under your door. So you'd unlock your door to find a package that was so much bigger than your letterbox. And you're like, <laughs> how the fuck did that get it? And it was, that was it. You think, you yeah. know, how Relative would you... disruption. Yeah, yeah. and it is. And, it's, and, there's, and there's so many examples of this now. And this is why there's just no excuse for it because... It isn't particularly more expensive. Well, suppose, see, like, like, okay, so a flyer costs a lot less than the box. Yeah. But the only point that you're spending any money at all is that you want something to change. Don't look at the cheapest option. Look at the option that is most likely to work. Mm. You know, and I think this is, this is, this is with all of this stuff, is it people almost do it on autopilot, I think. People don't think about it. Which is crazy because there's so little thought to be done. You know, what is your version of, what do you call it, relative disruption? Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. How do you do that? What's that in your world? And any business can do this. Mm. Yeah, it is. is, I suppose it's having, yeah, whether it's an email, a catchy, or something that's going to make you read the email or to open that email, but actually is still in some way. And it can be very loosely related Mm. to it, you know, but in some way, because actually then you're you're reading through. I suppose, you know, what we try and do with our titles of these podcasts, like, you know, we'll we'll pick out little bits of them to try and get people to listen, which is clearly working because people are. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you get recognised in London? I did. I did. (laughs) Which is nuts. That's absolutely mad. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, you know, is it? So it, it, you know, this this stuff does work. And it is you, you do pull out. We, you know, we look at our pot, and I don't know if we get it right yet. We, you know, we, we're only twenty four in, and I know, you know, we look at stuff and we look at, and again, you guys need to do this as well. Look at what's worked. Don't you know? Because it, you know, I can think of a great example here. I sat with a um, business that did kind of pharmaceutical machinery, and you know, we went and I was trying to create a good email for them. 
and we kind of let this and I was trying to clever stuff and this, that, and the other. And eventually the guy just said, look, Paul, I'm just going to send this out. And he, I forget, it was something like the words, you know, stock sheet. And that email made about 25 grand or something like that. Right. And actually, you can overthink it, but you've got to you know, test what works. Yeah. But you have to think about it. Because like, I like people who send emails that are newsletters with newsletter in. Mm. No one ever wants to read a newsletter. No. Like the best, there are two good emails. One, thousands. Two good email titles that I think always work. Uh, one is bad news. Yeah. And just write bad news. And that can be bad news. The offer's about to end. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think it's probably less effective now than when we were using it because I think a lot more people. And then sorry works really well. And I'm sure we've talked about this before. I, I sent an email out to 100,000 people. And I got everyone's name wrong. Yeah. Or, or rather, I got one name wrong, which turns out on a spreadsheet kind of fucks it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we sent the sorry email. And the sorry email was stratospheric open rate. And the conversion rate from it was just insane mm. absolutely insane people bought stuff and it's just lessons it's just you know like all of this stuff what can you do how do i do it what you know this person is going to get 20 emails a day is there anything i can do to get mine seen you know and it's like you know it's like um like kind of cold calling you know i'm a huge fan of the telephone absolutely love it because it works and it's old school and it is old school however most people don't like to make calls. I think they just need to be kind of dim like me. And I think, oh, I'll just, just talk to people. And But crucially, people don't like to receive calls. You know, they, you know when was the last time you got a cold call like, hello, African prince? <laughs> um, so actually, what can I do? I know when I get on the phone with people, they want to give me some money, which is lovely. How do I get that phone? Well, okay, so I do do some activity beforehand. And this is a scene, you know, it's back into this, like, what is the thing that I can do that is most likely to get the reaction I need? And I just don't think, I don't, I don't maybe it's just me, but I don't think people think like this, which is bad because they're still spending money. They're still hoping for the advertising to work. Yet it feels like there's no thought in there. Yeah, I, th I think there's, um, I reckon there is a correlation to the more money and the bigger you know, the campaign, probably the less risk people are willing to say, which I suppose makes sense. But for, for an email, like if you're, if you're like, I was emailing daily and, you know, like I was really experimented with subject lines and things like that, you know, and just started to have a little bit of fun with it. Like now, if I was like, I haven't sent an email to my list for, for a good few months, now I'd be like, I'd be thinking about it. In fact, I've gone to write and start again. Mm. And it's hard because it's like, I'm out of, A, I'm out of that, that routine and that rhythm of doing it. Um, but B, I'm overthinking. Now it seems like a big deal. In my head, people are waiting, so it has to, and nobody yeah. is, really. No, no, no. But, you know, that's that's you know, that's how it's, you can build these things up too much. So I think, yeah, I think it's more about, I mean, obviously you can't do this with, like, big Christmas campaigns, but, yeah, just doing stuff and just testing and actually being a little bit brave. And if you're in a, a company with, you know, where there's multiple people making decisions, mm. then actually make sure you have a culture where um, people can challenge those ideas yeah. and actually can say yeah. if something's um, wrong and, and that it's okay to make mistakes. And if you don't have that culture and you do want to change it, you know, like it's not, it's, it's, it's not easy to change, but you can make very, very simple changes right mm. now, you know, to actually... It, a really powerful thing to do is if you stand in front of your team or you know the whole company and say let me tell you about a time that I fucked up this is a mistake that yeah. I made this is what I'd have done differently and just making those small simple changes can actually then start to 
actually create a little bit because then you're you're what's the agitating yeah everything yeah, a little yeah. bit and then it's you're no longer playing safe i think what we know in marketing is that um and there's a really good picture we'll put the picture in the show notes so you can see this and it's the it's there's a baby um and it's got a dummy in the middle and it's got on love and hate have you seen yes. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you yeah. know. So it's like you know. You're if, and you know. You're either aiming to like get people to love you or to hate you, and if not, you're just the dummy. Yeah. Essentially, if you just play safe in the middle, I think far yeah. too many people play safe in the middle. And like, what's the fucking worst that can happen? Yeah. Let's just let's just do it. Do you remember? I've just remembered. Like, oh go on. Get, no, 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 yeah. go. No, no. Yeah. I was thinking, but like, advert. Like, um, maybe it's a nostalgia thing. Like, I'm sure ads used to be better. Like. I remember... <laughs> like Monster Munch used to be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Freddo's used to be cheaper. <laughs> Fact. But, I, I mean, you know, I, remember, like, I can still remember... I could sing adverts from, like, my childhood. Like, I can recall every word. Go on, then. Like, well, no, but, you know, like... Do you remember, like, the, Sco- like, the, Scotch, the Scotch tape, as in videotapes... The, the skeleton. Yes, yes, I do. I'm going to tell you how it's going to be. With Scotch's lifetime guarantee. Play what you want both night and day. Then re-record, not fade away. Re-record, not fade away. Re-record, not fade away. And that, you know, it's I wish you were on video. It just... I mean, what adverts... What adverts do you think people will remember? Because I was talking to someone today, the other Dad's day. Dad's doorstep challenge. Yes, <laughs> but no, as in what adverts now? Because you know, I was talking. You oh. remember, do you remember the um, the yellow page? Well, the yellow pages oh, yeah. adverts. You know, the um, I will write about that saddle. And the, kid, <laughs> the kid with the race bike. Yeah. Um, JR French Hartley. polishers. Yes, French Just polishers. Just possibly could save my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I don't. I mean, I don't know, mate. I worry that we're just getting into that mm, music was better when I were a lad, which mm. it was, by the way. Um, but it just doesn't it doesn't seem to be anything particularly memorable now, or, or a much less that is memorable. And I think you're right. I think people there is a fear now of doing the wrong thing, you know, mm. because of the world as it is, because of social media as it is, and all sorts of other some legitimate, some kind of illegitimate reasons. People are just too scared to go. Well, let's go and do that. You know, what, you know when when a perfume company. I'm just picking on them. You know, when a perfume company does a Dollar Shave Club or yeah. does a poopery, there's going to be a seismic shift. Yeah. And it will work. Every industry has proved it will work. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take a really brave person deep in the kind of, the, you know, the bowels of that company to make that happen. Yeah. And maybe it'll never happen because kind of cultures grow as businesses move on and actually it, cultures are passed down the line and actually you can see that in, you know, in 10 years time the person that learned from the old marketing director at ABC Perfume is that basically turned into another version of that person that says no no we, this is how we do adverts we've always done adverts like this these are, these, this is how perfume adverts are mm. and it takes someone to go well actually the bit, yeah, but perfume adverts yeah. don't have to be that way they don't have to be just someone on a boat yeah, after, yeah aftershave adverts was the same yeah yeah, yeah. the wave yeah <laughs> It isn't, it's like, you know, kind of, you know, I suppose until Dollar Shave Club, you know, to sell razor blades, it was, it was kind of Roger Federer. It was um, a lot of stubble, oddly, a lot of stroking of faces. Yeah. Possibly some sort of green plant, almost certainly a jet plane, you know, on, and on occasion a motorbike. <laughs> and that's how you sold it. And everybody knew that. And then yeah. suddenly Dollar Shave Club went, ooh, but what if we didn't? 
and I know they're lauded, I know da 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 da, and that can happen. But I guess, I guess perhaps the point of this is that they don't need it to happen. Maybe they just make enough money. Maybe it's a token gesture. Maybe they just need to remind men that perfume is available at Christmas. Maybe that's it. But you just feel that if if there was an advert that really stuck in the mind, everything you and I know about marketing tells us that would make a difference and there would be a correlation between that, the sales at that point, and the cognizance in the people's brains for the coming years, that that's a thing. Yes, you should look at what other people are doing, but actually go and look wider. What are the things that are working? Because there are no secrets anymore. Every, you know, like every, everything is out in the public eye. You can find everything. You know, no one will... You know, no one could get through a Christmas without knowing that John Lewis have got an ad. Yeah. Or, you know, kind of Kevin the Carrot or, you know, I mean, like Kevin the Carrot, apparently you can buy like Kevin the Carrot packs now, which sell out in milliseconds. Really? Yeah. Which is crazy because it's a, it's a weird ad for something that happens like one month of the year. But it's just, you know, because it's so different, because it's kind of, it's hit all the markers, it's there. You know, I don't believe people are like racing to buy the... I don't know, perfume brand t-shirt. I, I, I just don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Perhaps I just need to stop being cross, mate. But, um, but it's, but it's a very, it's a very important thing because, you know, everyone at some point needs to advertise, whether it's paid ads or whatever, whether, you know, yeah. whether you're a one man, one woman band, whatever, um, or, you know, a big company, everyone advertises, you know, not necessarily, you know deliberately we've said before you know like the touch points in your business and things like that and it's all really important things mm. to think about and i think sometimes like you know we've used the word think a lot so i'm going to expand in that field i think it's you know thinking's good but making sure that everybody's got um you know a way to express yeah. challenge and build on those thoughts there's a real big thing in collaborate like how many times have you been you know, you'll have an idea and in your head, it's the best idea in the world, right? Yeah. You know, because it's your short idea. Obviously. Because you're a genius, <laughs> penis. Um, but sometimes when you say the idea out loud, and then someone else gets the idea, and then it changes into something else, yeah. and it gets built on a little bit, there might be a little bit, and then someone else gets the idea. And that you generally have that, like, you know, when you're drunk with mates, everyone's quiet. No one holds back on that. You yeah. know, it's like, why don't we go for drinks? Then before you know it, like, it's four in the morning, and you're on the the euro start somewhere you know you've built on that you've built do on you, that do you speak polish yeah. <laughs> let's have it <laughs> not again yeah, yeah it's and that's that's what happens um so yeah is isn't necessarily just thinking i think it's talking and testing and collaborating yeah. and making sure that you know if you are the the ceo or the the cmo in a business that actually like you you've hired these people around you to make sure that you are, you know, challenged and develop these ideas more. So if that culture's wrong, mm. then you know that it's it's thinking just isn't enough. Just yeah. isn't enough because people, yeah, people are just going to go home like, oh, well, it's pointless. Yeah. Um, you know, like even saying anything out loud because no no one listens. Yeah, and it is. I mean, I was at a company as a, uh, a long, 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 long time ago, and I, I remember I was so excited because we had an off-site planning day. And I had what I still believe was a just a really brilliant idea. It fit with everything. It was really kind of simple concept that, that would kind of be the overarching thing. And I was I, I spent hours on a presentation because I said to the boss, "Look, I've got an idea." And she's like, "Great, just do it." And they literally just didn't give me the time of day. And I, I, I'm not saying 
actually no it was really good and I was only a very kind of small time player I was like kind of marketing exec at the time and I'd, but I'd, I'd come up with this thing and actually you are right from that day forward I, I kind of cared a little bit less mm-hmm. not that I think I mean the, the, what they, do you know what what really made, was really interesting what they actually did instead of taking my idea which is fine they went back to a really old idea rehashed it and did the same thing again so they re-brought out and you think what's the point and it's like oh let's work yeah. with it and it just and I'm, I, I do I really remember that I hadn't thought about it until I do really remember that feeling of kind of well what's the point point? and actually yeah. your ideas just get oh man maybe it was all bollocks I don't know but it's really interesting and I think you know I hadn't really thought about that in terms of what we're talking about but there'll be a lot yeah. I think people listening now they've been in that situation I think everyone can recall a story similar yeah. you know to those and so you know some people have got you know hopefully there's a lot of people that don't have that like, actually no I'm really listening to what my ideas mm. are taking on I believe that sometimes the best ideas can come from the like when I work with companies we're generating ideas we're generating them from everyone from the people that are answering the phones that are knocking on the doors right through to yeah. the CEO level because actually the further up the chain you go the, the more distanced you are from this yeah. stuff anyway yeah 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 so you know when you're like I, I remember like you know building companies from scratch and you've had to do all the, the legwork and things just talking to customers and actually finding out that if someone's having the same problem on a website for instance it's like if you're hearing the same thing it's like oh actually maybe there's something wrong there mm. and actually that then that idea should get fed up and changed but a lot of places don't mm. do not do that and I think it's the same concepts with what we're talking about now and if yeah it can it can just get diluted and lost and no no plain safe just boring yeah. isn't it and it doesn't Look how far work. we've come as well. You know, like you never used to swear on <laughs> these podcasts. You've said fuck twice today. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, oh. I think it's really interesting. I think you know because even if you are, even if you're on your own with this, you've got to work out: Am I serious about the thing I'm doing? Because if you are serious about the thing you are doing, then there simply is no other option than. Well, let's get as many ideas in the room as we can. Mm-hmm. Let's just see if there's a different way of doing it. Let's test a different ad. Let's do this thing. And I think, I guess that the, the danger here is actually the people that we're talking about, it doesn't matter to them because perfume company ABC, they make billions. Yep. And actually, they'll still do it right this Christmas because that's what people do. And actually, so they don't need to do it. The danger is, is other people, like kind of the, you know, the much lower down the chain businesses going, oh, I'll just... I'll just I'll I'll do the same more crap. But I'm sure they're not looking at it going, oh well, it's doing it, so we'll do it. But if you are not thinking about it, if the stuff that you're doing is just vanilla and bland and that, it will not work. Not yeah. for a long time, not for a sustainable time. Because other people will come and they will do it better. And I think you're dead right. I think you know, if you can create a culture in a business where you get people's minds on it, and it doesn't matter if this person is the guy that cleans the toilets or the lady that directs yeah. the marketing. It doesn't matter. Get more people's input in it. In a kind of a structure in that way, but get this input because even down to common sense, the basis level, common sense, you are more likely to get something better if there's more than one. And if you're on your own with that, well, that's where well, you come to people like you and me or you go yeah. and sit with your mates or you go and speak to anyone and say, look, I'll buy you a beer. Let me go and talk about the plumbing business. I want to do new stuff with it. And you see it everywhere. You see it. I, I wish I could remember them. It was one of those things going around Facebook with brilliantly named like plumbing businesses and that sort of thing. I think people really think about this stuff. And it's, 
All that is, is like, how do I make someone remember my name? What is the best thing I can do with the name of my business that's going to do the thing I want them to do, which is remember me when they need plumbing? And yeah. they go, with, oh, it's, I can't, I wish I could think about it. But anyway, anyway. But yeah, just think. Again, we always kind of end up at this point, I think. Just think, get help, but don't, there is no money in the middle. There yeah. just isn't. And you'll spend loads, you won't get anywhere, you'll think marketing doesn't work. And go and look at different examples. There was a brilliant PPC ad ages ago that was essentially like a online treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember. And I think it was for an education course. So you'd Google, I don't know, higher education. And the top ad came up and it was like a really interesting kind of clever question. So it's like, ah, oh, education for you. But can you pass the test? You know, go and search for cat in the hat or whatever it was. And then they, they basically paid for these ads to move people around the internet to get them to the phone. So, and it's such well, a... Like one of those old books you used to get, like the little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, but, page 49. But they did it with PPC. Yeah. Right. And it's just... These are, it's just brilliant. I think there are so many examples of stuff that has been proven to work. Go and spend some time looking at that. Get some help. Go and think about it because it is dead easy just to ship a load of money on the same old, same old. And it'll just well it'll eventually die but it'll just bumble along it mm-hmm. will never do it which in my mind is unforgivable when there is enough proof and easily copyable examples of stuff that categorically work do all those things that you need an ad to do yeah it's just maybe that's rant over I feel a little bit I feel a little bit better now a little, 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 little bit lighter yeah I do feel a little bit lighter yeah. good well Great. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Let's go there. Paul, thanks again for uh, for popping in. Popping in. Oh, thanks the... for wearing trousers this time. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> you're, you're, you're very welcome. Brilliant. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, we will catch you next time. Yes, enjoy. Thanks again. Bye-bye. We'll be back next week for another edition of The Throb podcast if you want to find out more you can find me at paulchapmanuk.com and you can find me bertie at bertiecord.co.uk thanks again see you next week bye